So today is Flashback Friday. And if you don't know what Flashback Friday is, that's because this is our first one. <laughs> it's not just you. So what happened is um, so many people are messaging me and most mostly on Instagram. If you want to get me really fast, it's really easy on Instagram. Alhamdulillah. And so they're DMing me a lot of times the same things over and over again. Like, hey, sis, oh, I have this and this going on. Like, can you help me out? You know, can you make a podcast on that? But what they don't know is sometimes I've already made podcasts on those things, but they were like way back. So they didn't get to enjoy it. So every once in a while, when I get a lot of requests for the same thing, I'm going to go deep in that vault and pull out an oldie but goodie that you guys have really benefited from in the past and are still asking for now. So today's is how to hold it all together. And let me tell you what's going on with this one. So, so many of us, I think as women with COVID-19 still kind of in full effect are feeling just this stress and this overwhelm of so many things going on. And we have just, it feels like, I think because everything's more like home house centered and put on us, that it just feels like things are piling up between maybe work and school and obligations with family and friends and kids and just feeling like, oh, when do I even get a break? And oh, wait, am I supposed to like pray and do additional ibadah too? Like, how is that going to happen? And so I'm hearing a lot of this from you guys. And so I totally get it. I'm a mom of five and I do like online teaching and I have to maintain multiple platforms and I have my own kids. I homeschool. Like I said, I have five kids actually almost like raising six. And so it is a lot, but guess what? There's an organized way to do it where you can get it all together easily. And I'm opening up my personal planner and life way of organization now and sharing it with you. So kick back and enjoy. And let's get, and by the way, guys, I have a different intro. It's my old intro when I didn't quite know how to, how to work things on, uh, on the podcast system. But now we have a new uh, intro that you guys are aware of. So you'll see that right away. But alhamdulillah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept it. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for all of us to organize our lives in ways where we fulfill all of our obligations to everyone, including ourselves. Alhamdulillah, I hope you're great wherever you are. If you're not uh, new to our podcast, this is the channel where we are empowering women to live a more mindful, modern life, but by the sunnah. And so, subhanAllah, my name is Mindful Muslima. And we post here about two times uh, a week. And I'm a licensed educator. I'm a mom of five kids. And I'm basically just like a big sister in the community. Um, a lot of people are just, um, I share a lot of my information, my life, and um, kind of the different categories we cover. Our parenting, relationships, inspiration, um, homeschooling, and um, kind of like life hacks and motivation stuff but all of it is within the context of how to like how to bridge that gap between the islamic life we know we're supposed to live but we we want to be modern muslimas and to do it with some type of fidelity so we are here covering another topic for today and the topic is how to hold it all together because i have had um you know a lot of women talk to me about that like hey like i want to do all this stuff especially if, if you're a millennial and you're looking to kind of like do a career for yourself but then that can get super overwhelming um even if you're not a millennial you're like someone from the generation before like myself because I'm surely not a millennial but I lived between those two times the time like pre and post social media internet craze that's going on and so what happened is you know when you're trying to do it all you're trying to like have a career have a family be an amazing wife be an amazing muslima like with your creator it's a lot to juggle but you know what if you have some life hacks and you know the way to approach it whoo, it just makes it so much easier and I have to say 
I, it took me a while to get this one down, guys. So let me just say, if you have this little formula I'm going to share with you today, you are light years ahead of where I was because it took me a while through trials and tribulations and a lot of messing up of things to just basically, um, figure this out for myself so my life could be a lot easier. So to get right in of today, we're going to be talking about how to hold it all together. Life hacks. We got a life hack coming out with you today. So mapping out your life is really important. And why do we have to map out our life? So the first thing you have to understand is that whatever you want to accomplish and achieve, we need to map it out. And we need to do this because one, it helps us to be more effective with our time. One of the things we know in Islam that we're spoken to about is time and the wasting of time, right? We have Surah Al-As. Um, and we talk about, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about how if we don't use our time effectively, we are I'm sorry to say, almost classified as the losers, right? And so subhanAllah, we can be more efficient and effective with our time. Uh, the second thing is to keep us more focused. If we don't map out what we're going to do with all the stuff that goes on in the day, guys, and all of our emotion, whoo, it can get hard to stay. To, it can be really, really hard to stay focused and keep our eyes on those goals that we're trying to accomplish And if you're a woman like me, you're a mom, you're a wife, you're a daughter, you're a community helper, there is a lot to be considered and a lot of people's rights that I want to make sure that I give them. So for me, it helps me stay focused and efficient. And the last thing, and this is what I think is really helpful for the women that message me and are asking for guidance on things. What I want to say is if you map out your life, it's so much easier to see and understand where you are screwing up and where I am screwing up. Like if I put a whole bunch of stuff on my calendar and I keep going back, like I'm going to explain to you today how I do it. And at a glance, I can go, wow, I could see how that time slipped away from me. It made no sense for me to do X, Y, Z. It would have been so much smarter had I done this instead. Then I could see at a glance kind of like where I'm losing time, where I'm not able to meet certain goals, and it helps me to refocus and to put my energy in a different direction. If I didn't write that down and I couldn't see it, I would just be like pining over it. Like, why? How come I couldn't accomplish this? How come I'm always upset? How come I'm sad? It becomes like guesswork. And what I want to say is you want to take the guesswork out of your life. Like, I want to know exactly how I'm going to get somewhere, you know, like where I'm going to go and how I'm going to get there. So this is what I do. So I map things out. So what does that look like? Okay. So I map out my life monthly pretty much and I'll tell you it's not too much work to be honest so if you like go home short on time guys we got to get with the program of like stopping this like I um, I'm not able to do it I can't there's not enough time not enough resources where there's a will there's a way figure it out believe me it's a lot harder once you screw everything up you're going to be spending a lot of time on that you could have just spent a more efficient amount of time taking um, uh, 30 minutes to yourself just to map this type of stuff out so the first thing I do is I map out my month Now, you could do it on digital or you could do it on a planner. I actually do it on both. I know that sounds weird. But because I I work with you guys and I put a lot of content out, I put content out on Instagram, I put content out on YouTube, a little bit in Facebook, not so much, a little bit in Twitter, inshallah ta'ala, right? And Pinterest and stuff, inshallah ta'ala. But for the most part, I do it in these two places. And it does require, because I'm such a busy woman, 
for me to plan it out. If I want to plan out content that is related to something I'm aspiring to do like this, or let's pretend you have like a dream uh, goal or a dream business or a dream, um, you know, just item that you want to write a book, like whatever it is, you might want to do that separately for the rest of your life stuff. I, I sometimes find my thoughts flow and if I, it'll just creep into my book and I'll start writing up the sides of the page and it be, that's just me. So I choose to do this digitally separately to stay organized. But if you want, you could just put those things in with the rest of your life stuff like cooking, cleaning, work, whatever. So I do put the content separate on digital and the rest I have a planner. I got a cute little planner with little flowers and stuff. Um, and I, and I, put everything on there across my calendar. So for that, you can choose, you can put it all on digital, you can put it all on there. I will say, I almost like wish I would do it on digital because year after year, you get it and you keep it. With these books, then you have to have physical books everywhere. It's actually um, a lot more cumbersome, like as you're moving and you wanna keep stuff, you wanna look back and reference it. It's much easier on search engines and things to do it with digital. So I would suggest digital if you could. Okay, I map out my month, basically like, and I'm going to tell you how I'm mapping right now. And this is the kicker. This is the thing that I realized is really important. The first thing I realized is you have to map stuff out and use schedules. I was so anti-schedule. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a free spirit. I'm, I'm very odd, I think. I'm, I'm like highly type A organized. And yet, if you tell me tomorrow, let's jump on a plane and fly to Thailand, I would. And in fact, I've done that. I just did that a couple months ago. And subhanAllah, like that's, but I did it responsibly. I didn't just like jump on a plane, you know. But I will say like, I'm a bit of a, like, I like uh, to do things spontaneously, but I am highly organized at the same time. So I think there's a way to do that. I feel like I've maybe figured it out. Allahu alam. But for the most part, um, and what I was referring to guys, and I'm going to eventually put up the YouTube videos on it, which is I backpacked with my family across Southeast Asia. So some of you have DM'd me if you're from Indonesia, Malaysia, Thailand, what else? Singapore. Yeah, I was just there a couple months ago. I'd say now it's like five, six months. And I backpacked with my family and I just decided like, I want to check out that part of the world. Maybe I want to move there or whatever. And I picked up and I, I looked for, I totally did it. I did. I I do everything on a dime, guys. I'm very frugal. So I found like plane tickets, a third of the price. I mapped out and planned all the places we were going to go. But I just like woke up and I kept journaling and journaling and journaling every morning. And this is it. Like I, I looked at my journal entries and noticed that I felt like I needed to leave this space and put my head in a different space. And I noticed I wanted to be more nature centered. And that was the best thing I ever did. When I went to Indonesia, Malaysia and all these places, subhanAllah, I'm telling, I was just DMing someone today, I think that um, I was speaking to, I said, I feel like when I was reading in the Quran, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke about the beauty of his creation and how we should reflect, I, this is where I found it. I was sitting there like in complete awe in the rice fields of Indonesia going, oh my gosh, this is exactly what Allah was referring to. I am in awe of his creation. Absolutely breathtaking. You know, may Allah preserve and protect those people because it's hard. They have a, they're in a beautiful space, but they have a lot of, um, you know, different things that when I was there, that was when that flight went down in Indonesia, that horrible flight, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for all the families. They lost their families. I think there were tsunamis there at the time. You know, so you have, it's a difficult part of the world, but it's also incredibly beautiful. So may Allah protect them. And so, um, you know, that's, that's the thing, you know, so if you want to be spontaneous, okay. But at the same time, I would be honest, I map out my life. So the first thing I realized is you have to map out your life. 
if you end up feeling this gut feeling about something, okay. But for the most part, map it out. And so if you see me outside of that one month backpacking scenario, and even that I planned out, um, I just, I have it very organized and I had to do it in order to keep obligation. So how do I map it out exactly? Well, this is the key. The key, which is kind of like the second thing I'll mention is, is when you open up your planner or you open up your digital calendar, do not, do not, or resist the temptation of dumping first the stuff you're looking forward to or the stuff that you're stressed out about first onto your calendar. Like, oh, you know, work first. Let me just stick it all in here. Ugh. Or, um, you know, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. There's some trip that's coming up. Woo. Resist these highs and lows of dumping them into your calendar because then they throw off your whole, like, focus of what needs to get done. Because as a Muslim, we don't live by the same rules as the non-Muslims. And if you're a non-Muslim listening, you're welcome to understand kind of how we focus or think. It's not a matter of who's right and wrong. It's just a matter of the way that we're called to kind of approach life because Islam is a way of life. It's not a religion, right? So if it is a way of life, then we're using those rules to incorporate into how we plan out our life. So for example, um, what are these Dean obligations that we should put first instead? So this is what I do. Instead, I put things in my calendar instead of dumping everything I'm super excited about or everything that I'm not excited about and feeling, oh my gosh, so heavy on my shoulders about. I resist that. I stop myself and I say, okay, obligations by order. So the first thing I put in my calendar is the obligations I have between my creator and myself. So if there are particular days I'm supposed to fast, particular days, like maybe it's like the white days or something suggested. I think the day of Ashura was recently. So I might plug those in right away. If there's Salah times that I know it's really hard for me if I have to work or travel or something, I'm trying to figure out a way first to put those obligations in if it's like um making sure i blocked out time every day for quran like for myself if you watch my mindful morning routine on youtube and maybe i'll link it in the description you'll see a lot of like how i do the morning now let's say you work and you don't have that much time alone to yourself in the morning although i think everybody can do it because i just wake up super early i do sometimes if i'm traveling that day to go to um you know an assignment that i have to do i will do these things in the car partially and then partially when i park and right before i go into like a building so let's say if you had to go to work you could recycle and as you're driving in i do that first and then maybe athkar and stuff like that you know obviously after salah when and when i prayed in my house and then when I get right before I get to the space, I might do some journaling really quick. The morning journaling I talked about in my mindful morning routine and the other, I think the video I did about how to get rid of negative feelings. I also have a podcast. I'll link them below um, about how I do those. So yeah, I do black that off into my calendar for the month. These are things that I know will help me stay centered, help me stay connected with my creator and basically make sure that I am on track. And if because I have done those first guys, I am mentally healthy. I'm emotionally and spiritually healthy and able to address the things that will be coming after those because those are the ones that make life hard and make us all bug out and stuff like that. Second thing, when we die as women, so we're, women are different than men. So this is why I love to explain this to, to other women. We have different obligations than men. In Islam, we have something called equity, not equality. And to me, equity, and, and the Quran explains, equity trumps, and not to be funny with Trump, equity trumps 
equality because equity is everybody gets what they need. So for example, when I used to teach, I would say that, um, you know, we had different children in the room. I'd have all 30 students and I would tell them there's going to be things I, I give everybody as just, you know, a given. But then there's some things that one student needs and another one doesn't. Let's say one needs extra help and time one-on-one with me for reading because they're struggling and another one needs something else. I said, everybody in this room will get what they need. It's individualistic. I'm not going to treat everybody as like generic robots. So that's the same thing in life. As women, we have different needs. We have times of the month. We can't fast. We can't pray. Alhamdulillah, Allah is so merciful and he has incorporated how we can approach life differently because of our personal needs, whatever they are, right? If you're pregnant, this and that. So anyway, what I do second is I ask myself, who am I going to be asked about in Yamal Qiyamah for obligatory stuff? Who has rights upon me? For example, my husband, after Allah, we already took care of Allah first, category one, right? My husband, my children, they are top priority. It is not my career. It is not, um, it is not providing, it is not making money, it is not anything. Why? Because Islamically, for men, that is an obligation. They will be asked on the day of judgment about it. We will not. So, I mean, I've, I used to get to this point back in the day, long time ago, where I used to be very, very career-focused, career, career, career. If I, I do my best to focus on my kids, but, you know, career comes first. And this is a very, like, Western, non-Muslim mentality. So I think a lot of women, especially now, these days, with, like, feminists, feminism and stuff like that, it's really easy to put us back as women as workforce first. Workforce is not first. When we die, Allah will not ask us about the money we made, the career, our obligations to our employer. I'm not saying we shouldn't keep our obligations to employer. No way. Of course, everyone, if we give our word that we're going to do a certain job, we should do it 100%, 110%. However, the caveat is you can do that if you've taken care, care of and I've taken care of our Islamic obligations first. So in this case, it's our husband and our kids. So we have to make sure that whatever that means in our life, if it means that our, our children need to make sure that they've been loved, cared for, paid attention to, they have proper food and things that they need prepared so they can, like health, right? I could just like slop anything onto my child's plate or I can make sure I mindfully chose something that was healthy for him or her. I don't want all this processed, prepackaged stuff because it's easy for me because I have a, my career to focus on. And I think a lot of moms fall into that. And the American system kind of, at least where we are, um, it promotes that. And I, I know the UK probably might as well where it's just like fast fast easy but guess what guys long-term health problems then you go into the healthcare system then you're on prescriptions that we're finding are made with tons of chemicals that are you know it's like a vicious cycle so mindfully thinking about how I can provide healthy food so if you guys are interested let me know dm me or, or email me I'll put both of these below if you're interested in seeing how I kind of plan my week to make sure I have mindful meals for my children, um, I'm about to move inshallah ta'ala. Like you guys know, I'm having like this ridiculous time every day. It's a new story with what's going on. But once I move into that space within maybe a month, um, I think I could easily do a video inshallah ta'ala if you're interested on how I, I do work and I do homeschool. So I work full time, I homeschool full time, and I also... Um, I'm able to mindfully plan out healthy meals for my family and I work out. Matter of fact, I'm going to go work out in maybe like an hour in Shalatayla. Um, and I do sit with my children and I have like 
mom time with them and I sit with my husband and I have like, how do you do that? Scheduling. I'm telling you, like my life is planned. And at the same time, I have these like totally spontaneous getaways as well because we all need it. So there's balance, right? So what I do is I put in my creator first, obligations to my family second, and then my career. And then I plug those in. And then my enjoyment, life, fun, like let's go away for a weekend, let's go out to dinner, let's go do something as a family, go to the pier, ride bikes, da-da-da. So, um, you know, and even that part might be incorporated into the rights of children, which is just to give them care and attention that's emotional and, and psychological. It's not just, you know, giving them the food, guys, getting making sure they're bathed and cleaned. It's about being present in the way we're supposed to because there's so many things that can go wrong if we do everything unconsciously, really, really in parenting. And a lot of people that reach out to me, it's because they're doing unconscious parenting where they're just kind of, and, and that's kind of the parenting um, sessions that I'll bring in the future that I'm, I'm putting on here. Um, it's going to be more about how to do it more efficiently and mindfully, inshallah. And I'll hope to share those with you um, more and more. Okay, so we got that. There's not many more things left I'm going to tell you, maybe like two more. So first of all, you have to map out your life. You have to map it out. I just happen to do it monthly. If you want to do it yearly, good for you. Um, but you have to have a goals and things that you want to do by the end of the month or certain things for yourself. Second, I do it in order of obligation, Islamic obligation, when I do put it on the calendar. I don't just calendar dump everything in my head. That's just like going to cause so many problems. Now, if you do have overlap and conflict, that's when you should then think about how can I move things around. But for the most part, you're going to do it in this order. Creator obligations to others that have a right upon you career and if you don't have a career it might be something else you're pursuing and then you know enjoyment and fun right and so after that I would say if you are a mom so this is going to speak to people who are moms or homeschoolers now and if you're not a mom but you do have to deal with or, or caretake for others inside the house whatever that means to you I have house schedules inside as well. So for example, in the morning, my children have a morning routine. It's up on the wall. They know what they have to do. You also want to foster independence, guys. Like I think many of us, we wish we had more structure. And I don't mean in terms of like our parents barking at us. I mean like encouraging us to be more efficient and mindful. So I have those things for my kids up on the wall. Don't forget to pray in the morning. Don't forget to say your adhkar. Make your bed. Go get the breakfast. This is like they have a little routine. Same thing at night, same thing in the afternoon. Routine. Make sure you go take that bath. Make sure you get that, that work done. Make sure you do XYZ before you go out and play. They have are from a young age learning how to manage their time. And think about if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that this surah is so important about time. That means that this is the way. And you know what, guys? It's because he loves us. It's because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves us. He knew that it would be so much easier to live if we had that time better managed. So he showed us how important it is with this surah and, and many other mentions in the Quran. So lastly, other than having these internal routines and schedules, I want to say that the key, the key to keeping it all together is once you've had it down, and you put it down these mindful obligations ways and you've kind of anyone else you have to caretake inside of the house they are on their own schedules and routines that obviously meshes with yours and your whole setup is you have to keep consistent and check in 
daily. I am writing in my digital calendar or I'm writing in my planner daily. I carry it in my bag wherever I go. It's like my other limb. It doesn't leave me. It's by my side. If you ever see me in the street or something like that, ask me where it is because I'm telling you if it's not in my bag, it's in my car. So subhanAllah, believe me, I keep it with me everywhere. Maybe today I'll take a picture of it and I'll share it on my IG story. But yeah, for sure, for sure, I definitely keep it all together by having this stuff all mapped out and I go back to it every day. Now, at the end of the month, before I go into the next month, I look at the whole month at a glance or I'll look at the week in a glance and I'll say, what have I missed? What do I notice I'm consistently not doing? Oops, I'm not getting my workouts in. Why is that? What can I do to fix it? Tadabr, tadabr. In Islam, we're told to reflect, to stop and reflect about creation, about Allah's book, about many things. So once we put into our schedule all these things, we have to go back and make sure we're actually accomplishing them. And if we're not, we need to ask ourselves why. And what can we do to get it done? So that's kind of how I keep it all together with a crazy life. If you have requested this topic, and many of you did, thank you so much. Please share it with another sister that you know has a busy schedule. And it could definitely help to get her even more focused. And I want to say thank you so much for joining our podcast family. Please don't forget to leave a review if and give us a, you know, as many stars as you think we deserve. If you've been enjoying and benefiting from this podcast. I'll talk to you in the next one. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Month. Now, you could do it on digital or you could do it on a planner. I actually do it on both. I know that sounds weird. But because I, I work with you guys and I put a lot of content out, I put content out on Instagram, I put content out on YouTube, a little bit in Facebook, not so much, a little bit in Twitter, inshallah, right? And Pinterest and stuff, inshallah. But for the most part, I do it in these two places. And it does require, because I'm such a busy woman, for me to plan it out. If I want to plan out content that is related to something I'm aspiring to do like this, or let's pretend you have like a dream uh, goal or a dream business or a dream, um, you know, just item that you want to write a book, like whatever it is, you might want to do that separately for the rest of your life stuff. I, I sometimes find my thoughts flow and if I, it'll just creep into my book and I'll start writing up the sides of the page and it be, that's just me. So I choose to do this digitally separately to stay organized, but if you want, you could just put those things in with the rest of your life stuff, like cooking, cleaning, work, whatever. So I do put the content separate on digital and the rest I have a planner. I got a cute little planner with little flowers and stuff. Um, and I, and I put everything on there across my calendar. So for that, you can choose, you can put it all on digital. You can put it all on there. I will say, I almost like wish I would do it on digital because year after year, you get it and you keep it with these books and you have to have physical books everywhere. It's actually um, a lot more cumbersome, like as you're moving and you want to keep stuff, you want to look back and reference it. It's much easier on search engines and things to do it with digital. So I would suggest digital if you could. Okay. I map out my month basically like, and I'm going to tell you how I'm mapping right now. And this is the kicker. This is the thing that I realized is really important. The first thing I realized is you have to map stuff out and use schedules. I was so anti-schedule. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a free spirit. I'm, I'm very odd, I think. I'm, I'm like highly type A organized, and yet if you tell me tomorrow, let's jump on a plane and fly to Thailand, I would. And in fact, I've done that. I just did that a couple months ago. And subhanAllah, like that's, but I did it responsibly. I didn't just like jump on a plane, you know. But I will say like I'm a bit of a, like I like uh, to do things spontaneously, but I 
am highly organized at the same time. So I think there's a way to do that. I feel like I've maybe figured it out. Allahu alam. But for the most part, um, and what I was referring to, guys, and I'm going to eventually put up the YouTube videos on it, which is I backpacked with my family across Southeast Asia. So some of you have DM'd me if you're from Indonesia, Malaysia, Thailand, what else? Singapore. Yeah, I was just there a couple months ago. I'd say now it's like five, six months. And I backpacked with my family and I just decided like I want to check out that part of the world. Maybe I want to move there or whatever. And I picked up and I, I looked for I totally did it. I did I I do everything on a dime, guys. I'm very frugal. So I found like plane tickets, a third of the price. I mapped out and planned all the places we were going to go. But I just like woke up and I kept journaling and journaling and journaling every morning. And this is it. Like I, I looked at my journal entries and noticed that I felt like I needed to leave this space and put my head in a different space. And I noticed I wanted to be more nature centered. And that was the best thing I ever did. When I went to Indonesia, Malaysia, and all these places, subhanAllah. I'm telling, I was just DMing someone today, I think that um, I was speaking to, I said, I feel like when I was reading in the Quran, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke about the beauty of his creation and how we should reflect, uh, this is where I found it. I was sitting there like in complete awe in the rice fields of Indonesia going, oh my gosh, this is exactly what Allah was referring to. I am in awe of his creation. Absolutely breathtaking. You know, may Allah preserve and protect those people because it's hard. They have a, they're in a beautiful space, but they have a lot of, um, you know, different things. When I was there, that was when that flight went down in Indonesia, that horrible flight. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for all the families. They lost their families. I think there were tsunamis there at the time. You know, so you have, it's a difficult part of the world, but it's also incredibly beautiful. So may Allah protect them. And so, um, you know, that's that's the thing, you know. So if you want to be spontaneous, okay. But at the same time, I would be honest, I map out my life. So the first thing I realized is you have to map out your life. If you end up feeling this gut feeling about something, okay. But for the most part, map it out. And so if you see me outside of that one month backpacking scenario, and even that I planned out, um, I just, I have it very organized and I had to do it in order to keep obligation. So how do I map it out exactly? Well, this is the key. The key, which is kind of like the second thing I'll mention is, is when you open up your planner or you open up your digital calendar, do not do not or resist the temptation of dumping first the stuff you're looking forward to or the stuff that you're stressed out about first onto your calendar like oh you know work first let me just stick it all in here Ugh. or um you know oh my gosh i'm so excited there's some trip that's coming up Woo. resist these highs and lows of dumping them into your calendar because then they throw off your whole like focus of what needs to get done because as a muslim we don't live by the same rules as the non-muslims and if you're a non-muslim listening you're welcome to understand kind of how we focus or think it's not a matter of who's right and wrong it's just a matter of the way that we're called to kind of approach life because islam is a way of life it's not a religion right so if it is a way of life then we're using those rules to incorporate into how we plan out our life so for example um, what are these Dean obligations that we should put first instead? So this is what I do. Instead, I put things in my calendar instead of dumping everything I'm super excited about or everything that I'm not excited about and feeling, oh my gosh, so heavy on my shoulders about. I resist that. I stop myself and I say, okay, obligations by order. 
So the first thing I put in my calendar is the obligations I have between my creator and myself. So if there are particular days I'm supposed to fast, particular days, like maybe it's like the white days or something suggested. I think the day of Ashura was recently. So I might plug those in right away. If there's Salah times that I know it's really hard for me if I have to work or travel or something, I'm trying to figure out a way first to put those obligations in if it's like um making sure i blocked out time every day for quran like for myself if you watch my mindful morning routine on youtube and maybe i'll link it in the description you'll see a lot of like how i do the morning now let's say you work and you don't have that much time alone to yourself in the morning although i think everybody can do it because i just wake up super early i do sometimes if i'm traveling that day to go to um you know an assignment that i have to do i will do these things in the car partially and then partially when i park and right before i go into like a building so let's say if you had to go to work you could recycle and as you're driving in i do that first and then maybe athkar and stuff like that you know obviously after salah when and when i prayed in my house and then when I get right before I get to the space, I might do some journaling really quick. The morning journaling I talked about in my mindful morning routine and the other, I think the video I did about how to get rid of negative feelings. I also have a podcast. I'll link them below um, about how I do those. So yeah, I do black that off into my calendar for the month. These are things that I know will help me stay centered, help me stay connected with my creator and basically make sure that I am on track. And if because I have done those first guys, I am mentally healthy. I'm emotionally and spiritually healthy and able to address the things that will be coming after those because those are the ones that make life hard and make us all bug out and stuff like that. Second thing, when we die as women, so we're, women are different than men. So this is why I love to explain this to, to other women. We have different obligations than men. In Islam, we have something called equity, not equality. And to me, equity, and, and the Quran explains, equity trumps, and not to be funny with Trump, equity trumps equality because equity is everybody gets what they need so for example when i used to teach i would say that um you know we had different children in the room i'd have all 30 students and i would tell them there's going to be things i i give everybody as just you know a given but then there's some things that one student needs and another one doesn't let's say one needs extra help and time one-on-one with me for reading because they're struggling and another one needs something else i said everybody in this room will get what they need it's individualistic i'm not going to treat everybody as like generic robots so that's the same thing in life as women we have different needs we have times of the month we can't fast we can't pray alhamdulillah Allah is so merciful and he has incorporated how we can approach life differently because of our personal needs whatever they are right if you're pregnant this and that so anyway what I do second is I ask myself who am I going to be asked about in Yamal Qiyamah for obligatory stuff who has rights upon me for example my husband, after Allah, we already took care of Allah first, category one, right? My husband, my children, they are top priority. It is not my career. It is not, um, it is not providing, it is not making money, it is not anything. Why? Because Islamically, for men, that is an obligation. They will be axed on the day of judgment about it. We will not. So, I mean, I've, I used to get to this point back in the day long time ago where I used to be very very career focused career 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 if I I do my best to focus on my kids but you know career comes first and this is a very like western non-muslim mentality so I think a lot of women especially now these days with like feminists feminism and stuff like that 
it's really easy to put us back as women as workforce first. Workforce is not first. When we die, Allah will not ask us about the money we made, the career, our obligations to our employer. I'm not saying we shouldn't keep our obligations to employer. No way. Of course, everyone, if we give our word that we're going to do a certain job, we should do it 100%, 110%. However, the caveat is you can do that if you've taken care, care of and I've taken care of our Islamic obligations first. So in this case, it's our husband and our kids. So we have to make sure that whatever that means in our life, if it means that our, our children need to make sure that they've been loved, cared for, paid attention to, they have proper food and things that they need prepared so they can, like health, right? I could just like slop anything onto my child's plate or I can make sure I mindfully chose something that was healthy for him or her. I don't want all this processed, prepackaged stuff because it's easy for me because I have a, my career to focus on. And I think a lot of moms fall into that. And the American system kind of, at least where we are, um, it promotes that. And I, I know the UK probably might as well where it's just like fast fast easy but guess what guys long-term health problems then you go into the healthcare system then you're on prescriptions that we're finding are made with tons of chemicals that are you know it's like a vicious cycle so mindfully thinking about how I can provide healthy food so if you guys are interested let me know dm me or, or email me I'll put both of these below if you're interested in seeing how I kind of plan my week to make sure I have mindful meals for my children, um, I'm about to move inshallah ta'ala. Like you guys know, I'm having like this ridiculous time every day. It's a news story with what's going on. But once I move into that space within maybe a month, um, I think I could easily do a video inshallah ta'ala if you're interested on how I, I do work and I do homeschool. So I work full time, I homeschool full time, and I also... Um, I'm able to mindfully plan out healthy meals for my family and I work out. Matter of fact, I'm going to go work out in maybe like an hour in Chalta Um And I do sit with my children and I have like mom time with them and I sit with my husband and I have like, how do you do that? Scheduling. I'm telling you, like my life is planned. And at the same time, I have these like totally spontaneous getaways as well because we all need it. So there's balance, right? So what I do is I put in my creator first obligations to my family second and then my career and then I plug those in and then my enjoyment life fun like let's go away for a weekend let's go out to dinner let's go do something as a family go to the pier ride bikes da 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 so um you know and even that part might be incorporated into the rights of children which is just to give them care and attention that's emotional and, and psychological it's not just you know giving them the food guys getting making sure they're bathed and cleaned it's about being present in the way we're supposed to because there's so many things that can go wrong if we do everything unconsciously really really in parenting and a lot of people that reach out to me it's because they're doing unconscious parenting where they're just kind of, and, and that's kind of the parenting um, sessions that I'll bring in the future that I'm, I'm putting on here um it's going to be more about how to do it more efficiently and mindfully, inshallah ta'ala. And I'll hope to share those with you um, more and more. Okay, so we got that. There's not many more things left I'm going to tell you, maybe like two more. So first of all, you have to map out your life. You have to map it out. I just happen to do it monthly. If you want to do it yearly, good for you. Um, but you have to have a goals and things that you want to do by the end of the month or certain things for yourself. Second, I do it in order of obligation, Islamic obligation, when I do put it on the calendar. I don't just calendar dump everything in my head that's just like gonna cause so many problems now if you do have overlap and conflict that's when you should then think about how can I move things around but for the most part you're gonna do it in this order creator 
obligations to others that have a right upon you, career, and if you don't have a career, it might be something else you're pursuing, and then, you know, enjoyment and fun, right? And so after that, I would say if you are a mom, so this is going to speak to people who are moms or homeschoolers now, and if you're not a mom, but you do have to deal with or, or caretake for others inside the house, whatever that means to you, I have house schedules inside as well. So for example, in the morning, my children have a morning routine. It's up on the wall. They know what they have to do. You also want to foster independence, guys. Like I think many of us, we wish we had more structure. And I don't mean in terms of like our parents barking at us. I mean like encouraging us to be more efficient and mindful. So I have those things for my kids up on the wall. Don't forget to pray in the morning. Don't forget to say your car. Make your bed. Go get the breakfast. This is like they have a little routine. Same thing at night, same thing in the afternoon. Routine. Make sure you go take that bath. Make sure you get that that work done. Make sure you do XYZ before you go out and play. They have are from a young age learning how to manage their time. And think about if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that this surah is so important about time. That means that this is the way. And you know what, guys? It's because he loves us. It's because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves us. He knew that it would be so much easier to live if we had that time better managed. So he showed us how important it is with this surah and, and many other mentions in the Quran. So lastly, other than having these internal routines and schedules, I want to say that the key, the key to keeping it all together is once you've had it down, and you put it down these mindful obligations ways and you've kind of anyone else you have to caretake inside of the house they are on their own schedules and routines that obviously meshes with yours and your whole setup is you have to keep consistent and check in daily i am writing in my digital calendar or i'm writing in my planner daily i carry it in my bag wherever i go it's like my other limb it doesn't leave me it's by my side if you ever see me in the street or something like that ask me where it is because i'm telling you if it's not in my bag it's in my car so subhanallah believe me i keep it with me everywhere maybe today i'll take a picture of it and i'll share it on my ig story but yeah for sure for sure i definitely keep it all together by having this stuff all mapped out and i go back to it every day now at the end of the month before i go into the next month i look at the whole month at a glance or i'll look at the week in a glance and i'll say what have I missed? What do I notice I'm consistently not doing? Oops, I'm not getting my workouts in. Why is that? What can I do to fix it? Tadabr, tadabr. In Islam, we're told to reflect, to stop and reflect about creation, about Allah's book, about many things. So once we put into our schedule all these things, we have to go back and make sure we're actually accomplishing them. And if we're not, we need to ask ourselves why. And what can we do to get it done? So that's kind of how I keep it all together with a crazy life. If you have requested this topic, and many of you did, thank you so much. Please share it with another sister that you know has a busy schedule. And it could definitely help to get her even more focused. And I want to say thank you so much for joining our podcast family. Please don't forget to leave a review if, and give us a, you know, as many stars as you think we deserve. If you've been enjoying and benefiting from this podcast. I'll talk to you in the next one. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.